1: Three billionaire playboys, one, but also sometimes two, lowly entrepreneurs. One chance to hit the big bucks. If you've seen Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, this is the same as those, but not similar enough to constitute any sort of legal action. This is
3: Rat's Nest.
1: Ladies
4: and gentlemen, welcome to Rat's Nest. It's the only podcast hosted by three multi-billionaire playboys. It's a show where lowly entrepreneurs pitch their business and product ideas in exchange for our big money. And if I'm being completely honest, our cash dollar bills as well. I'm Sherman Michael Shunk, and these are my biggest dollar bad boys. I'd like to introduce you to Jeremiah St. Baby.
2: Diamonds are forever, forever, and ever. Yeah! Diamonds are forever, and we're making them last even longer at uh, St. Baby Industries. Wow.
4: More
1: on that uh, later, I'm sure. And I'm also talking about Hank Ass diamonds are temporary (laughs) with our brand new uh quick diamond kit it's the only diamond that dissolves in your mouth (laughs) not in your hand gobble them down and you can tell your friends yep i ate a diamond Mm -hmm. and i passed it like that
4: a diamond in the mouth is worth two around the neck because they are quite expensive Uh, from what I understand,
1: aren't yeah. They? Could I riff on you uh, on your uh, turn of phrase there, Sherman, in a somewhat uh, crude way? Could I get somewhat crude? I'll allow it. Sure. A diamond in the mouth is worth poo in the b- in the tush. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And did you want to
4: take it again? No, I want
1: it like that. Okay. Right. Warts and all.
4: Well, speaking of tushes and butts, uh, I'm in a deep amount of pain in that area of my body, my boys. I was heading down the DVP. This morning. And, uh, well, I got fucking blue shelled. If I'm being perfectly honest with you, I got blue shelled right oh, in the backside. Christ. Thick blue shell, spikes and all. Came yeah. whirring down the DVP, direct up up to my ass, and, and hit my ass and hit my tailbone.
2: Damn. And, uh,
4: yeah, it's no good.
2: And I can no only luck. imagine when you're driving down that DVP and you hear that high pitched whirring yeah. and warbling that can only be a blue, blue shell only be a blue from some shell. distance. By the time
4: you hear it, it's too late. It's too late. That's Might too as well late. not have heard it. I wish that I hadn't, you know?
1: So for anyone who's not familiar, uh, Blue Shell is from Mario Kart World. As far as I'm
4: concerned, Blue Shell is, is from behind, you know, because that's where it came from. It came from behind. Right. I was knocked on my ass after I did about three flips in the air and a couple
1: of spins after I right. landed <laughs> back on the highway. I did about three spin outs. Sherman, what kind of sound do you make when you uh, get blasted and you wipe out on the highway?
0: Bubba 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 bubba. So sort
1: of a classic, you got me, I'm wiping out sound, and then yeah. did the cloud come along and pluck you up and put you <laughs> back on the road? Yeah, I kind of got thrown off
4: the Don Valley. A man in a cloud came. He had a camera as well and a fishing rope, he, or fishing <laughs> line rather. He, he, he lined me, reeled me back onto the highway. Did he do that free of charge,
1: or did he charge you any coins? There it is. I lost a couple of coins.
2: And then, you know what? It's a great indication that you're doing so good because, I mean, for the listener again, if you're not familiar,
1: yeah, you're getting blue
2: shelled if you're in first place. I mean, we've all been blue shelled. It's just, it's been a while for me. Uh, I mean, Sherman, you're doing great in this race. Thank you. And that's the thing
4: about it. It's, that's what makes it such a blessing and a curse because you can't get blue shelled unless you're doing better than anyone else on the DVP. You have to be number one in order to get blue shelled. I I got, I got a solid look at the guys who did it. There were a couple (laughs) Italian fellows.
0: Um, Uh.
4: Right. Two two or four Italian men. It was a man, an Italian man. and Two br- or four. Two or four Italian men. It was a, an Italian man and his brother who seemingly, he looked equally Italian. Uh, and also their, uh, what looked to be evil counterparts who also looked quite Italian to me. <laughs> right. Okay.
1: Sort of you weren't sp- seeing double. Spikier in the mustache department, perhaps.
4: Yes, yes. Well, maybe you've seen these guys, because I did find out later, they've been all over the news in the past, but these guys, they beat the shit out of me. They pulled right up next to me, because normally you blue shell somebody, you, the plan is you're zooming past, and you're, you're, you're past. getting in the first place. These right. guys pulled over, they beat the shit out of me. They beat right. my ass. You know, two of them, the two brothers, the Italian yeah. brothers, didn't seem as crazy. You know, just looking at them, you wouldn't think that they were crazy guys, right. but the other two... They looked bad and they were the ones who started punching me directly in the tailbone. And actually, I heard the tall brother, Italian brother, he kind of said, that's too
2: much.
1: Oh, yeah, it's sort of the, the tall, thin one in green. Yeah, in yeah. green. That's yeah. right. I
2: know who you're talking about. I know now. who you're talking about. Well, okay, and it took this is, me a minute. This is, this is we call name. him Luigi. Yeah, yeah okay. notorious, notorious Luigi. All right.
4: We don't have to just make up Italian names just because I said they're Italian. No,
2: yeah. no, that's his name. That's okay. his name.
4: Yeah. yeah. I filed a police report, and, yeah, it turns out these guys are kind of known. I didn't yeah. know. I haven't been watching the news much. Uh, but these guys are part of some kind of gang, some kind of squad. Uh, I don't know what their deal is necessarily. The cops told me that it's like an alt-right thing. These bad guys, <laughs> these are bad boys. Oh, <laughs> right. wow. They're kind of a boys gang. They call themselves the Super Smash Bros. And They're okay. beating people's asses. They're blue-shilling wow. people, innocent people, Wow! Uh, just for a victory, just to feel strong and powerful i gotta be
1: honest i'm not always the nicest guy on the dvp like um sometimes even if i'm ahead I'm I'm making my way. I drop a banana peel and I yeah. just sort of mess up the guys coming behind me. That's the <laughs> thing about traffic, is it doesn't yes. always bring out the best in all of us. You no. call it what you want. You can call it road rage. You can call it that competitive spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, you call it the uh you call it the, the fly boys mentality. when you're sure. flying ahead, well, you're, yeah. it's hard not to wanna to stick it to the other guys. <laughs> Whatever you wanna call it. The road does not bring out the best in us.
2: No, not at all. Sometimes I drop one of those uh, fake power ups that when you crash into it, you really crash into it. Oh, yeah. It's fun. It's I mean, just I, fun.
4: I get into somebody's car and they don't have, you know, a green shell laying, laying on the floor passenger seat floor, you know, down there there's something wrong with that person as far as i'm concerned yeah so
1: we're talking about mario kart we're talking about our lives but we are talking about video games and um to a certain extent you know uh, the way that you know they say life inspires art inspires life in the same way we might say video games inspire life inspire video games so who knows what came (laughs) first the existence of blue shells on the highways in our lives or their use in mario kart i wouldn't be able to tell you which came first but um I will say this, that in the world of video games, this is the new frontier. Games, the the market is going up, 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 up. Mm-hmm. We, it's a, we're a long way away from Atari burying copies of the E.T. game in the middle of the desert or whatever the hell that was. <laughs> well, nowadays, if you make an E.T. game, that's X-rated. We know about E.T. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been shopping a new game, and we're not happy about it. It's a, it's absolutely a try not to come game <laughs> <And> <laughs> featuring E.T. narrated by E.T. We don't like this, but yeah. that aside, um, although slightly related to that topic, I've been working on a new video game, fellas. All I, right. I know you know about it to a certain yeah. extent, but I'm proud to announce that, uh, it's coming out soon and, and it is Napoleon is too horny. Okay. And it's set okay. it's set during the Napoleonic Wars, sort of early 1800s and Napoleon is um you you are Napoleon and you're trying to lead <laughs> your ranks through Europe, you're trying to conquer Europe, trying Russia. To conquer, yeah. Very cool. And but the issue is that you've got this sort of, every sort of couple hours of gameplay, your horny bar starts to go up, and you're a charged up little freak and wow. so every couple hours maybe something will happen you'll charged up little french freak you'll pass by the house of us uh, of like a villager whose village you're conquering on your way to greater you know greater glory and you'll see someone changing in the window maybe you'll see a guy with a towel around his waist <laughs> or uh, a happy married couple exchanging a just loving kiss whatever it is maybe you see a horse and there's just something about its sleek, sleek mane that gets you going. Whatever it is, you, Napoleon, start to get fired up and your horny bar starts to go up. And, uh, and then you've got to deal with it. You've got to deal with it so you can clear your head and get back to leading your troops. And, uh, and the issue is, if you don't deal with it, you start making bad choices. Oh no! Okay. Yeah, and you can see that because <laughs> nice. you've got to—you got to consistently address your troops and give them the next day's plans. Here's our plan. And the horny you are, the more you fumble over your words. The more you say things like, "Tomorrow, I think we should invade bedroom." <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. I think maybe we should. Uh, some of us should hang back and see what happens. <laughs> you start doing this, and then it affects troop morale. They start to question your sanity. Oh, so they wonder where your head's at. So you've got to find a way, as Napoleon, to deal with your business. You can't get caught, because if your troops find you sneaking off, to, it's game, over. It's game, over. No, especially it's game over. Especially if you're especially if you're doing it solo. And and I, it's easier to do it solo, right? You can find oh. someone to sort of couple with. but that's great. So it's multiplayer. I mean, I guess you can get a second. We can get a, sec, can get a second just, player in the there just <laughs> play. There's two <laughs> Napoleons in that case. You no, know, yeah. no. Jeremiah gave me an idea. Yes, we had a second player, and then you can just control the various people Napoleon has to interact with, including the all right <laughs> villagers he tries to bed. But if you try to couple with someone else, you've got to you know you got to wine and dine them. <laughs> you got to woo them. You got to take them up you for gotta, drinks. You got to compliment yep. them. If wow. you just try to deal with it on your lonesome, that's easier, but it's the early 1800s if the french see you doing that that's gonna lose you some respect some respect and morale yeah yeah boy hank i love your attention to detail
2: at the games division over there it's crazy the stuff that you were pitching to me before it came i'm I'm glad i'm seeing some of this stuff so let me ask you this and a lot of gamers love to ask me this for for our games division is the game time one-to-one with actual time yes
1: (laughs) yes (laughs) Wow. It is one to one. You are playing each day of these, this what was it? 5-year war.
2: Well, that's mm. incredible. So the game can't be beat
1: until the first person to beat this game will have had it for 5 years then. Wow. Ish. Uh, yeah, you got to play for at least 5 years and you and you can't fail through those 5 <laughs> years and then you've also got to deal with just r- the russian conquest. <laughs> yes. You've yeah. got it. You got to deal on with that. all
4: fronts here. Oh yeah, you've got your you've got your external conflict and you've got your internal conflict.
1: That's, That's absolutely sure. true. Yeah, See, I, li-
4: I really like this. This is gamers have been asking for this kind of thing for so long. You have so many of these sneaky games where you're you're crouching around all the time. You're a sneaky guy, you're a spy or whatever, regular size man, but you're just crouching the whole time. And gamers have been asking why not just make a game where you're sh- just short enough that you yeah. don't have to crouch? You're just crouched by default. This sounds like that kind of game if we remember our history. Napoleon was a bit of a short man. <laughs> he was a if short I've man. Got short. A sn- a i got to sneak around and, and you know, deal with my horny meter. Sneaking around, you know, that's kind of his forte. It's only natural that we finally get a game where we can
1: play as, uh, as Napoleon, known for being quite short and sneaky, and that's get right. to sneak around with him. And you're also reminding me of a new game that we've been working on that's a little fun, a little tongue-in-cheek. It's called Here Crouching Tiger, Hidden Tiger. Okay. And hey, okay. you, you play a Whoa. tiger who needs to crouch, squat, scurry, and slink his way through various levels uh, past poachers and also ah. exes, exes who wish him not well. <laughs> Oh no! This is a tiger with a, a lot of people who are out to get him for various reasons, and you gotta you gotta crouch uh, and hide your other way tigers through yeah. levels. Yeah, you cannot be caught. You're a, yeah, you're the runt of the tiger litter. Oh. You got you've got no physical skills, but you are sneaky.
4: <laughs> Whatever happened to that uh, that other game you were working on, Crouching Accountant?
1: Crouching Accountant is great. Day one, minute one of the game, you know you're gonna be fired. So you, <laughs> you have got to crouch, <laughs> squat, hide, and slink your way through your, through your workplace and through your home and through the city. You've got to keep coming to work every day yeah, and yeah. do your work. Yeah. But you've also got to stay aware that your boss is looking for you yeah. and that your fellow employees might be trying to rat you out. You don't exactly. know who you can trust. Mm. But you have to keep putting in a full-day work every day, (laughs) and your bosses are honor-bound to keep paying you if you do that. And this one's in real-time as well. (laughs) This one is in 1.5 times slower than real-time. Oh, my God. You're feeling the clock. It's not ticking as quick (laughs) as you wish.
2: I love this game because, you know, we've all, you know, we're all billionaires. I've definitely, you know, uh, as a junior member of a company years and years ago, I was on thin ice. And if I knew the boss laid eyes on me, I was toast, you know. So for a year I slinked. And uh, so this game hits close to home, you know. Yeah, you can actually yeah. get promoted. If you can not see your boss for a year and you know you're gone, if you see him yeah. or her or them, yeah. uh, you can out- you can outlast their asses. Outwit, outplay,
4: outlast. It's relatable. It's realistic. uh,
1: I believe it's X-rated. That's great. A lot of video games. You know, we could go on. But uh, uh, suffice to say that uh, the Hank Ass ass Industries is fully fully into the video game market. And I'm excited for everything to come. Well,
4: it's our favorite time of the episode. It's time to bring in our Entrepreneur of the Week. Please welcome to the Rats Nest, Mr. Enzo Lorenzo. Enzo, welcome.
3: Good evening, rats. I am Enzo Lorenzo. I am a developer here in town, and I am giving you an opportunity to invest in luxury. I am seeking investors for phase two of new condos, luxury condo buildings, in the heart of downtown Toronto. Built on a pauper's graveyard in the heart of downtown, new condos, the perfect blend of old and new. You could get rid of your ugly kids and live in a bachelor apartment for $3,700 a month. And that's a steal. Wow. Do you hate small talk? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Well, good news. At new condos, our concierge are trained never to look you in the eye.
1: I love this. I love this. You're speaking my language. What else do we? What else can we find in these new condos?
3: Well, at new condos, our residents they're always feeling good, and that's thanks to a special German-engineered air filtration system that does pump in a uh, high percentage of oxygen and nitrous oxide into the lobby and elevators.
4: Is that a Dyson?
3: It's kind of like a dental uh, laughing gas. like you know when you. That feeling just before you get major dental surgery and you're very scared, and then also now you're feeling like you're in a dream and you can't wake up and you can't move or do anything fun yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. i had yeah. a I, I i i was i i did, I took in a bunch of that stuff before I had my procedure to have um extra wisdom teeth put in
3: you got them put in yeah, I yeah.
1: had all of my regular teeth pulled and replaced with wisdom teeth, mm-hmm. so mm. I have uh the widest, thickest teeth in any human <laughs> mouth and I'm in the uh I'm in the book of records on that.
3: Let's talk amenities. We got uh we got a, a gym, twenty four seven gym, which to be on a lot of the eggheads down at the zoning uh zoning district they're saying it's an unfinished floor. Right. But I'm saying it's a state of the art CrossFit gym.
4: Right. Okay. And, and again, got some... who are we to believe? Uh you know, Enzo Lorenzo, condominium a businessman, or a couple of eggheads down at the zoning district. Uh, I'll, exactly. I'll take my chances with Enzo, if I'm being perfectly honest.
3: I mean, it has everything that a, that a CrossFit gym needs. We got big yeah. tire. Okay. We got a big tire Love kicking it. around. Yeah. People can flip that. Uh, we got a Moldovan guy drinking out of a huge water bottle. I've got a question for you. We got thick ropes. Okay.
4: Yes. You've, okay. I don't need to ask my question anymore. You
1: got big rope, thick rope?
3: <laughs> we got a big rope. <laughs> and with your with your investment, we are looking to get a thick rope. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Okay,
1: because I'm okay. looking for big so rope, thick rope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, That's good. Now, let, let me ask you beginners. something. These yeah. ropes, do you just sort of tug them, uh, tie them, push them around? Or can you whip these things? Whip, 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 whip one at <laughs> a time. Whip, 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 <laughs> waves. Yeah, like, maybe, like waves. Yeah, maybe like you take
4: one, one in your one hand and mm-hmm. the other in your other hand and you kind of drag them across the room and yeah. then you just
3: well yeah, yeah like every like every crossfit gym we do have a guy who's whipping these ro- ropes around yeah. like a good. and screaming at the top of his good. lungs <laughs> I and I, I hope there's that. a
2: guy there okay. that's tying them too doing like good seamanship mm-hmm. knots there's
4: really never enough rope work in these crossfit gyms and I'm thinking magicians could be thrown in there too they do a lot of rope mm-hmm. work as well imagine yes. a magician with two thick
2: big ropes that they could make, like, tie into one and then they become two? Is that what you're saying?
1: I'm thinking something yeah, like that. I don't know how they like do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know how they would do fun it. I just to want to see it. them do it, you know? I went to, I saw David Blaine, uh, he had, like, a 15-hour special on television where he got the world's greatest knot tire to tie, like, a really crazy knot, and then he sort of meticulously and slowly untied it. And by the oh. end, you know, some of us admitted... Maybe that was magic.
3: Definitely sleight of hand. And I
1: felt like I feel like that really that captures the joy of a David mm-hmm. B- uh, Blaine um, magic trick, where yeah. you're like, this doesn't seem impossible. In fact, it seems <laughs> you know sort of manageable mm-hmm. if you're in the right headspace. But I'm still kind of surprised he did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, I feel like a Navy SEAL could do some of that. If that's not magic, I don't know what's magic. Now, Mr. Lorenzo, so this you guys have a lot of good stuff in this CrossFit gym. Is there mm-hmm. anything else uh, in this gym or in this condo uh, complex that uh, might wet our uh, little greedy little appetites?
3: Well, after after the gym, what's better than a nice soak in a hot tub? And I know you, go, you guys are going to love this, because we this is something we're proud of at New Condos. We have the first... Hot tub with zero diarrhea restrictions. Okay. Yes. When you go to a pool and they say don't come in here if you've had diarrhea recently Fuck that, you know? I know. Like, I know. How do they yeah. know?
2: It's like they look at ah it's like, well, it's it's like magic. Who cares? I'm
3: sorry. Am I having it right now? No. Yeah.
4: Am I gonna have it in five minutes when I'm in the hot tub? It's none of your business. It isn't none of any your of your business. It's none you, of your do business. I, do I look like <clears> some kind of a fortune teller? Do I look like
2: an endurance magician? I don't know these things. I wonder these hot tubs. Look, I have a very specific skincare routine. Some would call it um, mm-hmm. silly, um, but what I like to do is I like to season like a broth. My 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 jacuzzi, my hot tub, like a broth, and add like onions, mm-hmm. chopped garlic, yeah, carrot. know, carrots, yeah. celery, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. like to you know, and I turn it up really hot. I got some olive oil in there to mm-hmm. taste and uh, salt yeah. and pepper. Um, can I just have that? You know, I have have a very simple system at my house where there's a tap for veggies and there's a tap for water and there's a tap for seasoning. Can I get that pumped into this as the amenity for this uh, jacuzzi?
3: We have a Cajun guy who does all this tableside at the hot tub. You got a Cajun guy. He throws in in the spices. He'll throw in, uh, you know, the andouille and uh, (laughs) whatever. Wow. (laughs) That's great. And it's all tableside, which people love.
2: Wow, this guy knows his Louisiana and mm.
3: cooking. You know how you'll spend more money at a restaurant to have a guy <laughs> mix a Caesar salad next to you, and you're like, you're like I'm glad this I is thirty dollars."
4: I just, I just wanted to know about the the you know these pumps, these pumps that Jeremiah brought up as a as a potential option here. Are those still available? I love the idea that there's a man making the soup for me. That's great. But what if I do want my Mountain Dew? Mm-hmm. What if I want my Mountain Dew Code Red? What if I want my Mountain Dew Baja That's Blast?
3: True. Well, that's that's what honestly, that's what some of this investment money. Uh, that that's the kind of things that's to take this to the next level. Okay. We're looking to get a a tushy style uh, add on in, into every room. That's it's, it's kind of like uh, yeah. they do. They'll do your uh, spices. They'll do your paprika. <laughs> they'll do your okay. Uh, it's it's okay. kind of like a bar, like a bar tap. Actually, so yeah. rather than squirt out the water uh, to clean your tushy,
4: as the name implies. It's squirting out mm-hmm. cocoa powder. It's squirting cocoa out... Cocoa powder, yeah, yeah. Uh, garam you know, masala, turmeric. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pa- Now, pepper, I yeah. have, I have a question. Pepper.
1: Like, what about our Mountain Dew Cold Red? What about our uh, uh, yeah. Mountain yeah. Dew Electric Banana? Mm-hmm. What about <laughs> our uh, Mountain Dew um, uh, uh, Alpha uh, Hol- Storm? What about my Baja Blast? What about Baja Blast? These aren't add-ons to me. These are things that a condo
2: baseline must have. Take yeah. it away.
3: We have pods of... Every we we're kind of working with a Mountain Dew of the Month Club. They send us kind of oh. Keurig pods. Oh, wow. So one month you'll get you'll this get kind of a Mountain Dew. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, one month it's a, a case of Mountain Dew Technical yeah. Blackout.
4: These anti-plastic uh, bastards have destroyed the Keurig mar- market, and I'm glad mm-hmm. to see that Mountain yeah. Dew is picking up slack. Yeah. and bringing these things back to the market. And I'm happy, very happy to see that very smart entrepreneurs like you are bringing these things direct to the condo market because i gotta have my baja blast you
2: gotta have your baja blast what a pivot by mountain dew and keurig to kind of partner up and figure it out
3: and what makes new condo different is that we are the only place who offers in lobby entertainment we got very classy all the best toronto impersonators uh Kind of coming in and out of our lobby, of course, Toronto Spider-Man, doing cool flips. Okay. Very
1: that's cool. that's big.
3: He'll do some cool flips in the lobby in a, in a uh, kind of dusty uh, Spider-Man leotard with a sagging butt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question. What if he's a little bit drunk and his blood sugar's a little bit low? Will
1: he treat you with grace and
3: respect? He's nice for about um, when he first arrives. And then if anyone pulls out a phone without paying him, he will lose it. But he's not the only guy we have. Tell me something else about these condos so we can make a goddamn deal here.
4: I'm in as far as I'm concerned. If
3: you love celebs, we have Toronto's. Chair girl just moved to okay. top floor.
1: Wow. Okay. Okay. Toronto's chair. What a big game. And
4: if I wasn't in 30 seconds
1: ago. For anyone yeah. who's not familiar, chair girl is known for?
3: Throwing a chair off her condo building onto the uh, highway. That's right.
2: The expressway going right through the downtown
1: core, endangering the lives of people. And getting a bit of, I, I would say, a slap on the wrist from the uh, city, from the justice yes. department.
2: A slap mm-hmm. on the wrist.
1: And then, fe- and she, then being yeah. fe- featured in a Drake video. Mm -hmm. so we we love chair girl
3: we We got chair Chair girl Girl. she got kicked out of her building we begged her to come to new condos
1: she's a patriot and you know what for that reason i might be in
3: wow that's cool this is amazing
1: and can i just say that uh i'm collabing on a video game right now with chair girl where you play as chair girl and you have to um sort of purchase chairs Bring them home and then <laughs> hurl them off your balcony into the oncoming traffic and ev- and evade uh capture.
3: I love it. Well if w well, I'd love to maybe have a launch party at the lobby of uh of new condo whenever that game comes out, we could get the Jabberwockies impersonators to oh, come you got by. The they, look, they look amazing. Unfortunately they don't know how to dance, but they got the gloves. Okay. They got so the they masks. just do
4: walkabouts.
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah, they kinda come out and just kinda like Sort of do some moves for like as if they're like building up to something, and then they right. just gonna <laughs> then they just slowly disperse. one by one just like they yeah. all kind of <laughs> <kinda laughs> get a little tired, At, like a high
4: school dance <laughs> when people start forming a circle for people to do break dance moves. Yeah. But then only one kid knows how to do break dance mm. moves, so he does it, and then everyone else still just chants yeah. in a circle. They add
1: color, yeah, yeah, kind Yeah, and they it hype kinda, it up. yeah maybe really one, happens. maybe a couple kids will get in there that know a couple swing dance moves. Somebody's gonna do the worm. Somebody's <laughs> yeah, gonna try to do
4: the worm kids. and yeah. not do it so great.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? That's what yeah. I want from the Jabberwockies. I want them to come in, kind of amp up a little, and then disperse. This is well, where because people live. The, they're not the star of the
4: show. The star of the show is we bring IKEA monkey in. We've got a oh. bunch
3: of uh, animals wearing uh, fur jackets, roaming around looking for their owners. We got
1: a, like a cat in a vest and a dog in little boots. Yeah. I like this.
2: Mr. Lorenzo, tell me about the penthouse or penthouses in this condominium. I want to know how the extra baller rich are living in this building.
3: Well, we got glass floor penthouses. Wow. Okay. Oh, it's wow. cool. You can kind of see how people live. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So glass floor <laughs> penthouses and then,
4: and then the second last floor, it's glass, glass ceiling. I love it. So you of can course, look down. Place, oh my gosh.
3: Yes. <laughs> I can, so look you can look down, down on people as I live. Wow. And, uh, a lot of people are, <laughs> a, one complaint that a lot of the penthouse owners are saying is like, what their, pl- my place isn't that much bigger. Um, and it, we're paying a lot more, but you know, we're hoping to uh, we're hoping to take out some walls, maybe expand these penthouses, make them huge. I was
2: going to say, you knock down some walls. You put a little landing that juts mm. off the building. That is we're looking to renovate as
3: many people as we can. Yeah,
2: naturally, case. and you pay a top dollar for people that live in that building, but keep mm-hmm. that number small and make that yeah. penthouse big, baby. Because I'll live
3: there. Jeremiah, St. Ba- same baby, it's yours. I I'll I'll renovate oh. the family tonight.
2: Oh, Absolutely, that's good. I love this. Yeah. Absolutely. That glass floor, I'm going to be walking around naked on that glass floor so that when people look up, they look right up my little chute.
1: And I'm (laughs) going to be like, hey, sorry. There Mm, it is. That's 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 nice. That's my undercarriage. That's nice. I love that. Now, I have a question before I decide if I'm in because I need to know something about you, Enzo Lorenzo. I've heard all about your wonderful idea, your great schemes, the great features. But I got to know. If we get in business together, are you the kind of guy who sees an obstacle and says, you know what, maybe I'll just turn around and head home? I didn't expect there to be obstacles. (laughs) Are you the kind of guy who says, I'm going to roll up my sleeves, see what I can do?
3: When we were building this thing, and our goal was to build it fast and cheap, and we did, the eggheads down at the zoning factory they came to us with all sorts of problems, saying this place is illegal, it doesn't make sense, most of the floors aren't even finished, Yeah, and most guys would say, you know what, you're right, I quit. But you know what I did? I gave him a tour of the building, and I took him to the rooftop, and I threw his ass off, Humpty Dumpty style, and... No one could put his head back together. Okay. there was a
4: very yes. easy chair girl reference there, and you missed it. Wow! But I'm gonna I'm gonna let it slide. <laughs> no, but he's
1: making a literary reference to Mother Goose. Chair Girl is a book reference at this point. After the recent publication mm. of her memoir, uh, "Je Suis Chair Girl," <laughs> a book of cherished <laughs> memories from a chair girl,
4: cherished Ch- memories. chairwoman of the board. And she got into kids' books, she mm. wrote that. Cherly and the
1: Cherrylip Factory. Yeah, Cherrylip Factory. At. Yeah, factory. it's about the it's about the young girl who lives all alone with her roommate in her nice apartment in their nice condo, and she finds she opens up a huge chocolate and finds the golden chair inside. It's a full size yeah. chair. Cherrylip
3: Factory. To ma- make her friend laugh, she throws it off the balcony. That's
1: right. But of course, we are talking about Chair Girl's real memoir without a chair in the world um the life and times of a woman who uh lacked direction in her life until one until the day when she threw a chair into a highway and, and oh hell broke loose oh yeah. hell broke loose
2: exactly yeah,
1: I, yeah. I'm
2: actually working on an unauthorized uh, biography of chair Girl, Chariots of Fire. Love this. And yeah. in this one, I've really taken a lot of uh, artistic license and creative liberty. You know, instead of just a regular chair, she lights it on fire and throws many of them off. Yeah. She hurls uh, them uh, off uh, yeah. to we, take uh, out the, you know, the proletariat that are snoozing on our
1: guy. Proletariat, but go on. Proletariat, <laughs> Sherman, but... you were going to we say could really, something?
4: We could, we could really go on about her forever. Uh, she's doing a lot of charity work. Let's move on. Come on. Okay, okay.
1: Before we okay. move, move on, on, I do want to say that I am looking forward to her upcoming movie about a chair girl who lives in the woods without anyone to love her because she's been ostracized by, by society because she threw a chair off a building, but then a family takes her in and they fall in love. But then eventually they realize that she belongs in the woods with other chair girls. It's been called it's called Cherry and the chendersons Cherry in the Chanderson. And it's, we're all very excited to see <laughs> Cherry and the is the movie about a chair girl gets adopted by a family, but then they have to send her back to the woods to be with her own.
4: And so, Lorenzo, I think, uh, I I feel like we're pretty much ready to strike a deal. Uh, Jeremiah, you're in?
1: I'm
2: in, provided I can live in that, um, you know, that penthouse penthouse with the glass floor. Because, you know, that CN Tower, the gorgeous tower downtown, they've got glass floor as well. I like the idea that my uh, living space in town has that same feature as well as a Mm -hmm. revolving restaurant. But you and I can talk about that. Mr. Lorenzo, I'll put one in for you. But I'm in if I can do that, make those changes. Wow,
3: yeah, I'd love love to work with you. Sounds
2: good,
4: sounds good. Uh, Hank-ass, Hank-ass, how are you feeling about this? Yeah, I'd
1: love to piggyback on that idea. I've always dreamed of having a revolving uh, just the kitchen inside of uh, my condominium penthouse suite. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So if that were achievable, I'd be into that. But I gotta say that I really respect how you take it to the eggheads. You got no love for the zoning commission, and neither do we. Yeah, he, he and threw um, an egghead off the roof. You know, while this condo might not be everything yeah. I'm looking for at the moment, you have got it, my friend. You've got what mm. I'm looking for. You've got that zest. You've got that special sauce. I want to pop you in a Keurig and pour you into a mug along with uh, a lot of water, hot. I'm in. Wow, okay.
4: And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just say, you know, you had me at Diarrhea Hot Tub by Climax at Baja Blast. And I'm loving the idea. For some reason, when we talk about this glass floor penthouse in my head, all of the walls are glass too. So I'm thinking maybe that could be fun. But maybe that's between the three of us to decide once we move in. I- I'm in.
3: I'm in. Well, I'm a in. lot of the walls are glass. So yeah. Okay, perfect. That'd Honestly, guys, this is amazing. Uh, I think we're going to get swindle a lot of people out of rent money with these towers.
4: Yeah, yeah. You don't say that out loud, though. I love it. I love it all. This this condo is full of incredible amenities and incredible bonuses. It's all just the chair on top of this deal. And we're all in. <laughs> and thank you so much to Enzo Lorenzo. Thank you, Rats. I want to thank my boys. I want to thank uh, Sherman, uh, Sherman Michael Shunga. I want to thank me. Uh, I should thank our guests. I should thank our guest, Enzo Lorenzo. I want to thank uh, Everardo Ramirez. You can find Everardo all over the internet. He's got an incredible podcast out on the Sonar Network. It's called the Public Access Podcast? Hell yeah. And you can find that online, Sonar Network. Go check that out. I want to thank my two baddest boys, my big dollar bad boys. I'm talking about Jeremiah.
2: Yeah, thank you so much, Sherman. Diamonds are forever and ever and plus. Excellent, and I
1: want to thank Hank Hans. Diamonds could not be more temporary. Buy them now. Melt quick on the tongue. See how they come out. Sparkly, sparkly <laughs> in the toilet while you flush.
4: <laughs> I like it, and I want to thank Stefan, our producer. Thank you, Stefan. I want to thank you, the listener, for listening along and enjoying Rat's Nest. We'll see you again next week. And uh, every Sunday at Comedy Bird. we're still doing it, baby. You come check us out live Sundays at 8 p.m. Join us. I've been Sherman Michael Schunk. I'll continue to be Sherman Michael
1: Shunk. Bye-bye.